Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay, then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. May be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. Look at you all. Look how fancy you are. Wow. Do you guys like your clothes? Yeah. Yeah? Some yes, some no. I was never a big fan of a tie when I grew up. I just, it didn't feel good. That's why I don't wear one now. No, that's not it. It's a collar. It's a collar. We can talk about that later. I want to ask you guys something. Are these clothes that you wear every day? No. What kind of clothes do you wear every day? Yeah. Jeans and a t-shirt. How many of you love wearing jeans and a t-shirt? Yeah. What else kind of clothes do you wear every day? Yeah. Shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, it's getting to be that weather. Yeah. Michael, a hoodie. I like sweatshirts. Those are my favorite. Lorenzo, what do you wear every day? It's kind of normal clothes, right? Yeah, pretty much. What do you wear every day, Phineas? Um, when it's sunny, I, I when it's sun, really sunny and it's not cold, I usually wear long sleeves. Long sleeves? Yeah. Long sleeves are good. Keeps you warm. Did you know that on Easter Sunday we all get dressed up in these fancy clothes and nice clothes because we're celebrating Jesus not being dead, Jesus being resurrected. Do you guys know what resurrected means? Yeah. Close? Close. Yeah. It means um, Jesus rose from the dead. Yeah. He, he was dead, but not anymore. Now he's out and about and walking and talking. Now, does that normally happen? 
Yeah, that's pretty special. The reason I bring up clothes, though, is because nobody was wearing fancy clothes when this first happened. They were wearing everyday clothes. Now, they didn't wear jeans and a t-shirt, but they wore what they wore every day, just like shorts, just like a long sleeve t-shirt. God was with them, and God lives with them, just like they are every day. And so while God is here right now, and that's a good thing, when you go home and you put on shorts and a t-shirt or whatever else you're going to wear today, I want you to know that God is there too. That God is there with you and loves you and will always be with you, no matter what you're wearing and no matter what your clothes are like. God loves you very, very much. Does that sound good? All right. Should we pray? Yes. Let's pray. God, we give you thanks because in our everyday lives, you are there and you love us and you care for us and you never leave us. Help us to share that love with our friends and our family, with neighbors and even people that we don't know and be with us our whole lives long. In your name we pray. Amen. Now, we have several, several gifts. There's a basket here for each one of you. And also, take a piece of candy as if you need it. <laughs> now there are more, there's plenty for everybody. A big thank you to our council president and to Stella Fox for helping make these gifts possible. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, amen. I am always struck in this particular Matthew passage, this Matthew interpretation of the gospel, and how painfully normal Jesus' first words are in just everyday language of all that Jesus could say to Mary and Mary as they're running with great fear and great joy to tell the disciples of all the languages of everything that has happened of everything that he could unpack of everything that he could point to of everything in the world Jesus picks one word here in Matthew, to begin. Greetings. Essentially, he says, hi. As if, as if this were an everyday occurrence. As if this is something that was expected. They are running. All on adrenaline. That's what that great fear and that great joy is. They are amped up to that moment that we only have a few times in our lives. And they're running 
And they aren't quite sure what's going on, but they know that it's something new and they know that it's something different. And it's in that moment that Jesus does something normal. Hi. How are you? It stands in stark contrast to the Good Friday that we just experienced. It stands in stark contrast to the Monday Thursday. It stands in stark contrast to everything that's been going on the past three days. Hi. But I have a feeling this isn't just fully God and fully human being underwhelming. I have a feeling that this is something that God does on purpose. That this is something that points us to exactly where we need to be. But first, let's do some reflection. I want you to hold and settle into this place. I want you to think of what it's like in either the place that you love coming home to or the place that you grew up coming home to or are growing up coming home to. Think of the place that you love coming home to or the place that you grew up coming home to. And I want you to think specifically of the first voice that you would hear or do hear every time you enter that home. What's the first voice? I'll give you a little bit of time to reflect on that and gather in and settle. As we slowly come back amid what is a very familiar Easter rustling and wind blowing, I want to share a hybrid of my favorite sound. Growing up, there was variations on a common theme. It depended on who I saw first. If it was my mom, hey Ben, it was real sing-songy. It was usually followed up by a series of questions. How's school go? How are things going? Even now when I come home. How's the church? How was the drive? How's all that good stuff? And it's the same intonation. I mean, you could write music to it, right? With my dad, it's the same thing, but very different. My dad uses a few words where many will do. <laughs> and so, he'll see me. Hey, Ben. That's the beautiful simplicity of it. But in both, in the way that they look at me, in the way that they talk with me, I know that I am in the place where I need to be in that moment. I know I'm in a place where I am loved. I know I'm in a place where things are good. I know, upon hearing that voice, that that's where home was and is.
as Kristen and I got married, as many of you folks know, it takes a while to establish normalcy when you come home. It takes a while to establish that pattern that feels good. And I don't remember what I was coming home from, but I know it was at night, and I don't remember what all came into this equation, but I came home and I came in the door and Kristen was somewhere in the house, I don't really know where, but came a voice from in those dark recesses of the hall, hey Ben, yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I've wanted to hear my whole life long. I wanted to hear the same words that told me that I was safe and in a good place. I wanted to hear those same words that told me that I was loved. And they came from the person that I knew I'd spend the rest of my life with. That was good. And that was every day and that was normal. It wasn't because the words were fancy. It wasn't because the person did anything in particular. It was simply good to be in the place where I knew I should be. We have those spaces. They're not fancy dressed up spaces. They're everyday spaces. And that's exactly where Christ roots the resurrection. It's not in explaining all the theology that we should know. It's not in giving us the understanding of who he is. It's simply rooting us in every day, right here and right now, as we are high. We are back to where we know we should be. We're back to where we should be all our lives. We are in God's good love. And that love cannot be stopped by anything and will follow us to the ends of the earth and back. On this Easter Sunday, hear the voice that you hear and love hearing. Know that that's a gift of God for you to hear it and as you hear that voice, hear too the waters that don't come from the holiest of places, but the tap that call you a beloved child. And hear the voice in the bread that we will eat here in communion that was made not by the finest artisans, but by our first communicants. And let me tell you, they know next to nothing about making bread. <laughs> but they did well. And God will be here. And God will give himself to you in that common place and in that common cup. And when you go out to the places where you will be, hear it again. You are loved and you are children of God. And you will always, always be given that voice. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs>